Welcome to Career Path, a podcast where we meet with professionals in the business and investing world. Like you, we want to gain insight and advice from business leaders regarding their careers, investment choices, and other life recommendations. Through this podcast, we are able to learn what makes these leaders so successful and hear about the challenges they overcame along the way. I invite you to join us while we explore a multitude of industries and talk with people who have already experienced this journey. I'm your host, Tony Harris. Now let's begin our journey. Today, I was able to talk with someone who has a variety of professional experience, international education, and is incredibly passionate about her faith. Angela Pascarella graduated from Bethel University in 2015 and currently works for United Health Group within training and communications regarding enterprise customer experience. In this episode, Angela talks about her professional experience within consulting and human resources, as well as her experience obtaining her MBA abroad. She also talks about what it's like to be part of a large healthcare organization and her role in it as a Christian. I would now like to welcome Angela to the show to talk about all of these experiences firsthand. Well, Angela, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Of course. So can you tell me a little bit about your career path and really how you got to the position that you're in now? Absolutely. Um, So after Bethel, uh, which seems like a lifetime ago, but was only around seven years ago, um, studied human resources management and knew that I wanted to get into the consulting world. And so after uh, Bethel, I started my career and I joined in as a entry-level consultant, essentially building um, HR technology software and implementing that software within global Fortune 500 companies um, really across the world. And uh, I I was fortunate enough to uh, start one of my biggest projects in the UK with a law firm. And uh, after three years of, of working 70 plus hour weeks, uh, consulting and building software um, as an extroverted uh, individual, <laughs> I decided it was time to take a bit of a hiatus and I uh, sold all of my belongings and I said sayonara and I actually uh, ended my last day of work in the UK um, at the project site and decided to move full-time to the UK to pursue a one-year executive MBA. And um, it was a, an incredible opportunity. I love Europe. I love um, being abroad. And it was really a time for me just to focus in on what I wanted to do next and, and meet new people and network and grow closer to the Lord. And um, after my time in London, I I told myself I did not want to get back into the consulting realm. And it, and uh, joined Optum as a consultant. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, right? That was what my background was in. So I had a lot of rich experience in that. But uh, again, was just really fortunate to be put on a project uh, um, when I was at Optum that led me to a promotion opportunity at UHG to be on their um, enterprise customer experience team. So that's where I've been for the past three years. And um, I'm, I've enjoyed every second of it. That's incredible. I mean, talk about experience and really just, you know, being submerged in a lot of different things there, going abroad, yeah. consulting. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I have to guess like being out of your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. 
Oh man. Totally. Is... Like you, you move to a different country and, and you don't really know anybody. Um, and, and you're a bit vulnerable, right? Like coming off of, of three years, essentially working, you know, 70 plus hour weeks and just feeling, you know, a bit exhausted, but feeling really fulfilled in the sense of you gain such great experience. Um, and just being almost in this middle period of, of what's next and having your, your hands open to, to new opportunity. It, it's, there's really just no better place to be. That's incredible. And, you know, you mentioned you pretty much in a way dropped everything, stayed there mm-hmm. and you ended up getting your MBA there, which yeah. I think is incredible. You know, yeah. for um, before we really dive into the, the rest of your career here, you know, for people looking to pursue their MBA, mm-hmm. what suggestions do you have? Because obviously the way you did it, you know, you got experience and then you did it abroad. Like that's yeah. incredible. What yeah. are your suggestions for people looking to get one? Yeah. I mean, I would say really know yourself, know your personality. Do you, do you want to be, um, at a well-renowned school, um, you know, such as the university of Chicago, Harvard and Oxford, do you want to be abroad or do you want to be more local to where you live? Um, you know, it's completely up to you and your personality and your preference choices. For me, I knew I wanted to be abroad. I knew that small class sizes and more of a personal approach to education was really important to me. And so um, I went into a program where I was one of the only Americans. And for me, it was really important to build those um, cross-world relationships and, and have that perspective on international business that maybe I would not have gotten at um, a, a university in the United States. And, and for me, it wasn't, it wasn't important to have that level of prestige with my education. I was in a time where I really couldn't have the mental or um, you know, emotional capacity to dive into a, a really intense educational program. I was looking more to travel and, and to build my relationships and um, to just get a different perspective on the world. And so, um, you know, I wouldn't change anything about that, but I think it really, it needs to be more of that personalized approach of, of what's best for you and, and when you need to do it, right? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't change anything about how I did it. Um, but you know, I know some people who choose to be in their career for 10 years and, and they've really siloed into a certain part of business that they um, have become uh, experienced at and, and they pursue further education to essentially gain a degree in that. And so it's completely up to you. But I would always say, um, you know, can consult where you are in life and, and consult the Lord on whether or not, you know, uh, that's the best decision for your next path forward. That is great advice. I that is awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, how you started your career and your MBA, obviously playing a big role Mm -hmm. into that too. And, you know, now you're working for, I believe it's the seventh largest company on Forbes um, and the largest healthcare company in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell me now about your role at United Health Group and really what it means to you to be uh, part of such a massive and rapidly growing organization? Yeah. Yeah, I will just preface and say, I feel extremely blessed to be at this organization, um, even in the midst of a global pandemic, like in the center of healthcare, right? Working for a business that uh, is really meant and, and values serving those in our community and making sure that we're creating experiences that are top notch for, for our members. 
And I have never seen anything in my entire life as, as well executed as I've seen United Health Group and Optum and UHC, which is United Healthcare, step up to the plate during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I feel very fortunate to be on the experience team where my role is really driving cross-enterprise alignment to coalesce around a vision of how do we provide the best experiences for the people that we serve, knowing that health is one of the most important facets to anybody's um, well-being and how they live their life. Yeah, that's incredible. And, you know, I I was on your LinkedIn page and I was looking and a big part of your role seems to be um, training to promote the importance of customer experience and yeah. um, its impact on the net promoter system throughout United mm-hmm. Health Group. Could you mm-hmm. briefly describe um, what this is and yeah. really what the importance of this is? You know, like talk about the net promoter score, because I, I heard that yeah, a lot when I was right. interning there. Um, yeah, it seems to be crucial. It is crucial. And and really, it's crucial to any business. Really, the net promoter score asks, you know, our members and the people that we serve on a scale of zero to 10, how likely are you to recommend a product or service to a a friend or family member? Um, And that is a, a measurement that we use across United to essentially, um, index how we're doing in our customer experience, right? If, if our members are rating us low in a certain area, whether it's, it's around a product that we've developed or, or an experience that we're trying to deliver, um, that cues to us that we need to essentially uh, join forces and really try to uh, improve that experience. And throughout the course of the last year, um, I've just had the privilege of being able to work uh, cross-functionally with different executives and leadership across United Health Group around this concept of experience transformation, which we're essentially saying is the, the next evolution of our, of our net promoter system. And that's really looking at um, end-to-end, how do we provide best-in-class experiences for those people that we serve um, and gives essentially a framework and strategy for teams to go about and execute really delivering on, on uh, the promises that we're, we're making that align to our vision and our mission as an organization. That's incredible. And it mm-hmm. seems, obviously, um, it seems like it has played such a big role in terms of growth and elevating the entire organization to where it is now, as, as you've mentioned. So that's totally. awesome. Um, you know, you're, you're in healthcare, you are like fully committed to it, but yeah. your degree is not in healthcare, <laughs> obviously. And, you know, I, I'm very yeah. interested in, in entering in as well. My degree is not in healthcare, yeah. but I'm curious, did you know that you wanted to be in the healthcare industry and, and kind of a follow-up question off of that, you know, for those that maybe are unsure of what yeah. industry they want to go into, what are your what are your suggestions for them? Totally. That is such a great question. Um, so you're right. I, you know, studied human resources management, which is a bit off from uh, the healthcare realm. But I will say that I did start my my Bethel career as a nursing major. Okay. So I think it's always been innately um, ingrained within my soul to want to um, help people at a personal health level. I just didn't really know what that looked like coming into Bethel. And, and I will just uh, pause and say, uh, if you are one of those folks who's questioning what to do with your life, you have um, your whole life ahead of you. And d- don't, do not 
be in a rush, do not have anxiety. I think the best thing that you can do is, is really hone in on, on what you're passionate about at this level and just drive towards um, exploring that more, whether that's talking with people, whether, whether that's doing individual goal planning sessions by yourself or with mentors, um, hone in on what you're passionate about. And I knew that, you know, health was something that I was really, people just in general is what I'm passionate about, right? And I think that that's where human resources comes in. It's like, I knew that I was business oriented and I knew that I, you know, on my strengths finder, I, I'm high in activator, I'm high in achiever, I'm high in discipline. Um, and I remember, you know, as a sophomore in college going to, it was actually Joyce LeMay. And at the time I had no idea who she was. Um, and she's an incredible, just woman, uh, of God, an incredible leader. And I said, what am I supposed to do here? I know I'm not supposed to be in nursing. I have none of my strengths aligned with all of my other peers who are doing nursing. <laughs> and, you know, I, but I'm like, I, I just love to lead in this area and like, help me out. She's like, I think you'd be great at HR. And really what's cool about your career is that you just continue to evolve, right? Opportunities come your way. You have conversations, jobs open, people recommend and refer you. And I think it, that's the beautiful journey about life is, is you're never, you know, really siloed into one thing. You, you continue just to weave and, and go. And, and um, I think, you know, as you grow in your relationship with the Lord, continue to seek him on, on what he wants for you in this season. And that's going to change. And that's the beautiful part I think about life. So you know, no anxiety around it, hone in into what, you know, sets your soul on fire. I, I love that. I especially love the no anxiety piece because yeah. I, myself, after graduating college have not been entirely sure of what I want to do, but mm-hmm. that resonates with me a lot. And I'm sure a lot of other students trying to figure out what they want to do. And then totally. the other piece you mentioned was evolving. You're going to, you're going to evolve into what you're called to do that's really right. Placing your faith into God. Those are the three that's big right. things I'm taking out of that. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's yeah. just, that's truth. Absolutely. Totally. And I will just say one, one more thing on that, right? You are never ever in your entire life going to arrive. You will only arrive the day that you die and you meet God face to face. Right. And so, um, take the pressure off of yourself to come to that meeting on, on the first day of your career and, and say, Oh, I know everything. I have everything together. You know, I'm coming out of of being really successful in college. I just remember this for myself. And it's like, no, like even the highest leaders in organizations such as UHG, everybody is continuing to learn and grow. Nobody knows it all. Nobody has arrived. And that's the beauty about living life and doing career is that we're continuing, continuously growing and, and learning off of each other. And, um, and, and that right there just takes the pressure off of everything. That is really well said. And I don't actually think I've, I've never heard that before. You've never, you've not arrived until you've seen God face to face. That's is- right. That's exactly right. That in any incredible. area of your life. So take that in pocket. That's <laughs> the next time you have conflict with your loved ones. Um, <laughs> you know, awesome. That's so. awesome. Thank you. And you know, that, that really leads me into my next question is um, mm-hmm. what does, what does your faith play in your role? You know, yeah. as being, especially um, being a person who is in a large, massive healthcare yeah. company. Mm, that's such a good question. It's everything for me in a world where we are so quick to compare ourselves to our, the peers sitting next to us or, or the people that have gone before us or, or, you know, are behind us. I'm going to tell you something right now. It doesn't matter. 
worldly standards of how the world says that you should operate or where you should be or how you should talk or how you should think, it to me is just garbage in relation to what the Lord says about who I am as a person and, and my encouragement and my hope and my, my biggest, you know, goal for, for anybody listening to this is tune into what God is calling you to be, because there is only one of you, Amen. right? There's only one of you and we cannot afford to not have you. We can't afford to have, you know, um, you comparing yourself to the other person. We can't, we need exactly who God has created you to be. And that the best version of that person. And that's what I tried to hone in into as I operate in this large organization. I know that I'm different from everybody else on my team. And there's a lot of, I am, sometimes I say that I'm the stupidest person on the team, <laughs> but and I, I have to like, and that those are kind of environments that I want to be in, right? Like, I don't want to be the smartest person on the team. I want to learn, but I also um, know the value and the worth that I have. And when I know that about myself, I can show up every, every Monday morning, you know, offering something different than my colleague can't. And that's what makes us such a good and cohesive and strong forced team and being able to see that in other people too, and pulling that out of people, pulling out people's God given calling and calling them higher to that. It's such an important and incredible role that you can play to in an organization like this that, um, you know, maybe isn't so focused on Christian values. Um, be the light in this place. Um, and people can tell the difference, right? People know something is different about you by the joy that you exude. That's so cool. That's awesome. You know, that I would love to end it there, but I have one more question. Yes, that answer of course. Is awesome. So my last question is, if you could go back and talk with yourself when you were, you know, right about graduating and transitioning into um, really your career path, um, mm -hmm. what piece of advice would mm -hmm. you give yourself or wish yeah. someone would have given you? Yeah. Um, get out of the library. Stop focusing on your 4.0 because it doesn't matter after you leave this place um, and go hang out with your friends. I will tell you relationships are the most important thing. Um, having this mentality that you have to be good at everything that's put in front of you is, is just a bunch of, you know, in my mind, garbage. Focus in on what you're passionate about and go hard after it. You don't have to be good at everything. That's not what you're called to, right? That, that puts us almost in a place of, of setting unrealistic expectations for ourselves. I wish I would have just stopped worrying, stop, stop worrying. Like if I could have gone back and just told myself in, in five years from now, you are going to be okay. Every fear that you had is not even going to be in existence. So stop, just relax, keep doing you, keep doing your thing, keep working hard and keep building relationships and you're going to be set. That's all you got to do and focus in on what the Lord is calling you to. That is awesome. And so well said. And Angela, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I really yes. appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your experience and, and being passionate about your faith too, through yeah. all of it. Cause that's yeah. at the end of the day, what's most important. So thank you again for being here. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I appreciate you, Tony. Thanks for having me. Now you got to learn about Angela Pascarella and her career path. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and found it informational. To learn more about the Royals Investment Fund, you can go to our website at BethelRoyalsFund.com. 
You can also follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm your host, Tony Harris, and thank you for listening to Career Path.